Hey everyone, it's Brad. I'm here in uh, Wellfleet, Cape Cod, uh, here working remotely for the next couple of weeks, trying to focus on uh, daily meditation, yoga, and uh, a bunch of uh, exercise to kind of rehab my hip and uh, get ready to do some dancing at Burning Man. So anyway, every uh, every year that I come here, I'm I'm very fortunate to uh, get to spend time with my uncle Walter, Walter Panis. And, uh, you know, Walter's a physiatrist, but more importantly is just a man of the world, has good taste in music. And so we were sitting here talking about where we are today and, and you know, how society has, has lost touch with living in the moment. So, Walter, as you were saying. So, uh, so uh, as I was saying, not that we've lost touch with the losing, uh, living moment, although we don't, but I think the issue is that um, we want, all of a sudden, we want guarantees now about everything. Um, and although we're living in an age where there's nuclear weapons, and there's people uh, shooting other people with uh, uh, all sorts of weapons. We're so much safer now than that we were 100, 200 years ago. Safer in the sense that uh, our lives were totally at risk every single day previously. With a, you get an infection, you'd be dead. Your children died early. You had lots of, that's, that doesn't happen now. We want guarantees. We want guarantees. And, and, and that makes us, and that makes us so concerned about the future that we forget that really the only thing you can guarantee is what's going on at the very moment. And, um, and you know, you see on TV, you see all the, the advertisements for 401ks and Fidelity and there's a, and you know, the green carpet that you have to follow and do you have enough? You know, you don't have enough. Have enough for what? For a future you don't know about? And so, that's why the I bet you I bet you the insurance the insurance industry has has expanded remarkably in the last twenty years. Has it? I wouldn't know, but I I will tell you that insurance is a fairly popular topic, um, and that the insurance companies are sitting on massive amounts of cash. Um, but but I think you know what what. What started this conversation was a comment by our mutual friend, Neil Redlener, who said to me the other day, you don't, don't worry about the past because you can't change the past. Just focus on, you know, living healthier, being better, doing whatever you want to do in the future. And your comment was, well, really, it's just about the present. It's only about the present. Really? Really? Really, uh, you know, I've lived my life uh, um, um, to a large degree uh, by by putting things off, you know, by not going for instant gratification, and it has, and, and in some sense, it's been successful. Um, uh, not always uh, living in the moment it has been, but but I guess that's something else uh, than than always planning on the future and having your 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 behavior at the moment be determined not by how you feel, want, wish, want it to be, but uh, on 
on, on a future that's unknown, that you want to protect yourself, that you don't want to uh, end up uh, uh, someplace you don't want to be, because no one wants to do that. Well, I think, you know, the other day I, I published a, a blog post on mayorbrad.com that said, uh, live the life you want. This this understanding that, you know, you got to travel when you're young. You have to get that motorcycle when you're young. You you have to experience all the things because you don't want to you don't want to wake up at the end of your life and not have fulfilled one of your dreams. We were talking about your friend Mark who for his whole life had a dream of buying a 42-foot boat and finally went out and bought a 42-foot boat. And it's almost in the water. <laughs> it's still not in the water. It's close though. It's it's been it's been in the water though. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it has been, but not but not this summer. <laughs> and, and this but, is a July eleventh, uh, uh, two thousand and seventeen. So the boat is missing the moment <laughs> for now. And Marcus. But and Marcus, Marcus. Well, I bet you he's really into the moment, but it's not a good one for him at at this second. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember having a conversation when I was a lot younger, and we were talking about Social Security, and then maybe... Me and you? <laughs> you, me, and my dad. Yeah, okay. And, and I think, you know, part of the argument was, well, <laughs> maybe you should get part of your Social Security up front when you're young so you can go do stuff, rather than the way it works now where... You know, you you wake up and you start going to school to get a job. And, you know, a lot of what I've written about the last year is this idea that, like, jobs are going away, right? This, we just read the article last Sunday about there were there's no summer jobs anymore, right? So mm -hmm. everybody's working for free. Although on Cape Cod, there are thousands of jobs going unfilled. Um uh, they always had been filled by uh, uh, kids from um, Bulgaria, Albania, uh, Czechoslovakia, and they can't get in because of um, uh, lack of visas. Yeah. So it's really a problem. You know, this you know PB restaurant is closed two days a week in the summer uh, because they don't because they don't have enough people working, and he doesn't want to overwork people, and so it's really not a bad you know for someone it's not a bad business decision. Because he wants to keep good people there, but that's amazing that uh, there are plenty of jobs uh, going going uh, unfilled in on Cape Cod in the summer. And and I, ironically, um, you know, most of those jobs were filled by immigrants. So, well, you know, they were filled by not immigrants but by foreign workers on a visa program. And people, you know, it's not that people were making a great living, but they were making. Um, they could make good money. They could work hard. They could make fair money and doing it. It wasn't like it's poverty level. Uh, uh, well, I think part I think part of what America has lost sight of is that we we as a country, mm -hmm. right? We were we were watching uh, the zookeeper's wife the other day, which takes place in uh, Poland, Warsaw, in uh, nineteen thirty nine to nineteen forty five, and I was really just taken back to seeing all the Jews pushed into the, the ghetto, right? Less than a hundred years ago, 
If you were a Jew in Egypt, a Jew in in Germany, Poland, or wherever, all of your possessions were taken from you. You were forced to wear a Jewish star on your shoulder, on your arm, and six million of you were executed. Let's get down to the bottom line. Yes, that's right. And and what you know, <laughs> I don't think they were. Anyway, it 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 just amazes me. Um, it it just really amazes me that that wasn't that long ago, right? Just like you said, no, it wasn't and ago. you know there there was a time when you know polio and and other diseases, you know, and you being a physician understand that you know it was all of all of this progress has bought so much improvement in quality of life and life expectancy and all of that and life expectancy and yet people want more i don't i you know i don't know if it's brought improvement in quality of life um um i i that would be an interesting uh, uh something to look at if 40 I, of course they didn't probably didn't do quality of life studies they didn't have the, the same validity scales they have now in terms of quality of life but it would be interesting to know whether people felt whatever the quality of life meant to them that uh, it was any different 10 40 60 100 years ago be interesting what do you think so you know you know my um um, my you know it's okay my parents i think um they lived in a different world than we are in now for sure I, i think they would say they had a good quality of life but I don't know that. I didn't. They, they, I never asked, and they didn't tell me. I, I don't know. I think the the seventies and eighties, at least growing up as a kid, was pretty awesome. I had the first computer, the first game system. Mm-hmm. You know, we're. You know, I'm Generation my, X. My my father had the first car. You know, I mean, not he didn't have the first car, but you know, when he got his first car, that was that was that was something. First car in the family? Oh yeah, my, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he was so, an early adopter of some things. And and now we're and now we're in a generation where we're talking about people no longer getting cars. We were talking right. today. Right. So so Tesla passed the market cap of GM and Ford today. Um, why? <laughs> well, you know. Inve- no, no, there's no reason why. I, well, I think the irony is there. You know, well, people are betting on the future. Now, whoop, whoop, there we go. Uh, and, and we know, and we know that's going to fail. The the, the 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 value of Tesla will not continually go up. It's going to come down. It has to. It's not worth that much. Well, I think there's that the history a, of the world. Well, I I I think there's a. I think that there's a much deeper fundamental flaw with capitalism. Oh, well, that's, yes. So, so remember, we were talking about the other day, the old Sony Trinitrons, yeah. which I think if you still had it, would still work. They were probably one of the best TVs ever made. Nobody got rid of them because they stopped working. People got rid of them because they just, there were new models and they were so damn big. Uh, and the, the the TVs today are better, but they're better looking. They give better reception. They're nicer to look at. Uh, does Sony even make a TV anymore? Yes, they do. I have one. Yeah, wow, that must be a relic. No, 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 no. A, a new one. Yes. 
Uh, I thought Samsung has taken over that market. But, uh, but you know, this idea of, you know, capitalism is, is driven, you know, by consumption. And so one, one of the big things that I, you know, that I vehemently oppose is, you know, lawyers and drug companies advertising on TV. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's... Right, like you're going to a doctor, it should be the doctor's job to treat you and prescribe, you know. But now, you know, they, you know, they come up with these drugs, um, which, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people are taking drugs that they don't need to take. Well, well, that, that's, that's for sure. <coughs> um, but, um, uh, um, I, so consuming is a normal natural thing. You consume. I mean, we cons- we, we we you know from what we consume our basic needs, don't we? You know, our shelter and food, clothing. Well, so, I, so, uh, so consumption as being a, a, some a negative part of capitalism is uh, is uh, is uh, I, I don't think that's so um, native to capitalism. I mean, in, in a communist society. Uh, they consume stuff. Just they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough that they wanted to consume. But yeah, but I don't think they're going out and and buying excess, right? Because, only because it wasn't there. And now, um, after they the afford it. and after the fall of the war, now they're they're huge consumers. But I think my my thought is more on, you know, the you know quality. You know, this idea that, you know, when you watch the shows about, you know, people in Alaska, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, er everything they have, they've had for 30, 40 years, that cast iron pot, Uh that the, you know, the fur blanket, which they got one year when they killed the buffalo to feed the family, right? Like You you watch those shows? I like those shows. I, I, I like Alaska shows, too. I I think the reason we like them is because we all inherently want to go back to our roots, which is nature and the earth. Well, well, not my roots. My roots are uh, Orange, New Jersey, uh, which was far from the earth. But I was a Boy Scout, so I know what you're talking about. No, I mean, that I, I feel as I've gotten older and as technology has become more and more prevalent, I seek to find um, more time with nature, more time being present and understanding what an amazing miracle it is that we have this time to be conscious creatures and enjoy what we're enjoying. I think all the other stuff... A lot of it is noise, right? What what school your kid goes to? Mm. I mean, you know, as a parent, that's not what's important. You want your kid to be safe. You want them to be happy. You want them to be fulfilled. You want them to smile. And anything that you know is is contrary to that, you, you want to avoid. But this idea that you know you have to worry about, you know, what preschool they go to because you're already planning for college when you don't know anything about them. And what makes them happy or, you know, who knows in, in 20 years if college is going to be the same. We have, you know, Harvard and MIT are putting all these courses online. At some juncture, you know, maybe initiative, hustle, hard work, 
dedication, loyalty, integrity. Maybe those are the variables that get somebody a job, not not where you spent four years getting a degree, mm-hmm. um, which is really just another selection process in a system of capitalism, right? I mean, these schools are all for profit. Um, well, and well, 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 Harvard is a nonprofit organization, as is MIT. Uh, um, um, they're nonprofit. They 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 uh, want to make. They they can't operate in the deficit. That's for sure. And they got gigantic endowments. <laughs> you know, gigantic endowments. Um, 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 although the Harvard endowment hasn't done as well as they expected it to do. They should invest in Scout Ventures. Yeah, you know. So you know, um, uh, Harvard bought hundreds of acres in Brighton, and in Cambridge, and. Um, you know, ten or so years ago, before they started a building project, and then when the when the bubble burst, yeah, it stopped. There was all this land in uh, Brighton that uh, had been leveled, and uh, cranes had started, and boom, it stopped. It stopped because the endowment went down, um, and um, it went down so much that I guess they got scared. But it's starting again. They're starting to they're starting those building projects again. Um, and uh, built well to bring it back to what we started talking about. They're building for the future. Yes. But in that scenario, in the present moment, they didn't have what they thought was enough money to invest in so the future. I, I, so organizations, organiza- organizations, universities. Uh, uh, companies, they actually need to think about the future. They, they, they don't, you know, they, they need to do more than live in the moment. It's humans, individuals. Right. All right. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's find some more time and uh, let's continue the conversation. Done.